from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Good reason, can't find hope to believe in. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Welcome in, hour number two of the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for getting up and enjoying the show with us this morning. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhoods. It's going to be uh, low 70s today. It's going to be really nice. It'll be your one and only day to get out and actually have a lot of good fun and do whatever before the front comes a rolling in a little bit later on. And tomorrow's going to be supposedly a little bit more miserable. So it'll be uh, not that it's not miserable now because it's freezing cold, but it's all it's all well and good. It's good football weather, man. It's the playoffs. It is good football playing weather, but I think that uh, the Buccaneers, Lord be with them. Uh, you know, Philadelphia is used to playing in that misery. So and, is Tom. Uh, Tom Brady. Cor- corn dropped. Tom Brady is uh, used to playing in the misery. Yes, he is, but he's not there in uh, up there in uh, Foxborough anymore. So it's going to be a little bit nail biter. I'm going to assume tomorrow is going to be a pretty good nail biter. I'm thinking game. it's going to be a Buccaneer Patriots Super Bowl. You know, uh, who was it that made the hundred thousand dollar bet this past week that did that? That uh, said it was. Betted on uh, in Vegas somewhere, called his parents and said uh, he's a football player, which I didn't know that was legal. Babe no, Rudy. that's like Pete Rose in it right there. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, well, that's... he bet that it is going. I guess you can bet on anything in Vegas, and he bet that they say who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl, and he put a hundred k that it's Buccaneer Patriots. That's who's going to be in the next Super Bowl. And he bet a hundred thousand. It, it could happen. And of course, when he he tweeted it out, and he, his dad literally said, "You did not do something that stupid." <laughs> and his mother, of course, said, "Just make sure you share well, it." Well, uh, and I, I understand why he did it. It's Julian Edelman, Patriot, uh, Patriot wide receiver. Oh, uh, is that who did it? Yeah. Edelman. Okay. Yeah. So he's uh, he's betting, putting his money where his mouth is, and it's going to be uh, uh, Patriots and Bucks. I'd I, look. I'd love to see that Super Bowl. Well, that would be great, actually. That'd be a good game because the Patriots are doing phenomenal. I mean, the, do you remember Bill uh, Belichick, not, man? Not to get off on it on, on craziness, but don't you remember the first time that the Buccaneers went and actually played the Patriots? The the hype that was two weeks prior to oh, that it was ridiculous. Brady faces his old teammate. Brady, Brady, Brady. I mean, I, it, it was like. Can it, you imagine if it's a Super Bowl? Oh my god! That was the number one. Ra- that that one uh, was the number one rated uh, football game most viewers watched ever in the longest time. It's crazy. But now, now, think about this. Why did they say that we won the Super Bowl when we went out to San Diego? Why did the Buccaneers win? Because Gruden knew the the Raiders because he just came from the Raiders. Exactly, the year before. So what do you think they're going to say about if the Buccaneers win this one? Oh, Tom Brady knew everything they did. Exactly. Cheated. He cheated. He cheated. Inflate gate. Bring it all up. It's all over. Here's my rules about this. If you have to make a rule afterwards, it's not cheating. All right? True. If you make the rule, if, if you see, catch me doing something, and you're like, okay, now we got to make a rule. I didn't cheat. I just found the loophole that you weren't uh, that you weren't using. That, that would be, that would be the Bill George rule of thumb, <laughs> I would hey, think. Hey. 
The law is the law. Yeah, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet if it's a Buccaneer Patriots Super Bowl right now, I'm willing to put money on it. Oh, here we go. That I don't if think Tom that's Brady, legal on, on the radio. And plus, Slick still owes me money. But, <laughs> but owe money. If, if 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 it happens and the Buccaneers win, Tom retires. I'm telling you, go and you play your old team, your old coach. You go out, you win the Super Bowl. Nah, Tom retires. He can't retire in 44. Bro, you just beat your your old guy. You're go- he's retiring. He will retire. He he's not going to retire. You can't do it at 44. You got to get a, You know, you got to go out on a cool number like 45. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's going to run it out until like he like he's got so many records left to beat and make. There's nobody else that's going to be able to touch uh, him. I just hope he doesn't And get before destroyed. we get off the football talk, condolences to the Maynard family. Uh, we lost Don Maynard this past week. Oh, that's rough. Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. They drove oh, I was just insane. talking about the Jets. They're rough, but yeah. They drove yeah. me insane in that damn stadium. <laughs> J-A-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That's like the Eagles. Fly, Eagle, fly. Oh, that one and like the horn the, in Minnesota. The cowbells. Oh. The cowbells here at Ray, uh not that's Ray, the that's the Rays. The Rays. I can't stand it. That's Sitting there annoying. trying to enjoy the game. So sports talk radio. So anyway, uh Florida <laughs> Bill goes into effect in July. Uh it's going to be uh, removing the penalties for anyone. Now get this, Bill George. Anyone who stands their ground in the state of Florida in self defense of the Florida black bear. Wait a minute. You said stand your ground against the bear. House Bill 1487. The taking of bears bill authorizes the killing of bears in self-defense without permit or authorization. Provide exemptions from penalties. Requires taking to be reported to the FWC. Prohibits person from possessing, selling, or disposing of taken bears or their parts. And requires the FWC to dispose of taken bears it's coming right at me blam the bill allows for lethal force in defense of a person as a self-defense act the killing of a bear will be justified if a person feels threatened and believes that uh, using such force is necessary to protect themselves or others the bill will not allow for anyone who intentionally lured in a bear with food or other attractants and people just also cannot kill a bear while training dogs to hunt or provoking a bear to entice and incite an attack, FWC must also be notified within 24 hours of the bear's death, and the organization must be allowed to dispose of said such. So, riddle bear. me this, Batman. So, if I'm holding my ground, it's self defense, it's all legal eagle, who keeps the meat? They do. No, they, do. Oh. they are charged with disposing it. They got to get and rid of it. Why can't I keep it? Uh, because it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Because then now, everybody's coming up with an excuse. They may get. Oh, you looked at me weird. They may let you keep it, but you better have some mangled body part worth keeping. <laughs> you, it, it better not be. I shot it at ninety yards, and it. What you if know. my dog is limping? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't say anything in defense of wildlife yet. Yeah. So uh, not like a bobcat or something else like that. So uh, I just thought that this was very fortuitous that this story came out this past week. And then, of course, then on Thursday, a woman out in Central Florida was walking with her dog uh, when the two were attacked by a black bear. The woman's injuries were not life-threatening. 
Oh, uh, were not injured and not life-threatening, and the dog was not seriously hurt, according to the FWC. The, inter- uh, the incident occurred uh, in a town of DeBerry, located north of Orlando. Authorities were notified by a witness who called 911. And the witness who was with the victim at the time told emergency responders that the woman had suffered injuries in her hand, face, and back, and that her dog was still missing. But I guess they found Fluffy a little bit later on, and so everything's all good. But now they said they found a female bear on the scene with three yearling cubs in a tree nearby. Yeah, maybe think that's might have been the reason. Three yearling. That, yeah, that would be yeah. a, a good reason why. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not a good reason. Yeah, Mama's gonna kick your butt if you get too close to them babies. You know how it goes. They need to learn how to behave. Oh, is that, no, oh, is that what it like, is? Oh, children are supposed to be seen and not heard. Is that what you're saying, Bill? No, no. What are you? Are you? Are we talking about the same thing? I'm talking about a mother with three <laughs> yearling cubs. Bill just woke up, dude. Okay. <laughs> three yearling cubs. It's not like they're they're baby babies. No, because the they're three a year old at this point. Yeah, because the three yearlings. Weighed around 100 pounds and were old enough to survive on their own. Yes. And so there was no attempt to capture them. So they basically took mama and uh, they left the kids there by themselves, which means they'll probably get, what, $400,000 a piece? <laughs> For the separation. Oh, the, the separation from their... So yeah. they separated the mom from the cubs. Yeah. Which they were old enough. They're 100 pounds. 100 pounds, babies. Vince doesn't understand that. Yeah, they were, they're they're big boys. Everybody, please understand. You know, Vince. Vince. Uh, no, I understand it, but it's the thing is, it's like, obviously, her job is done. Yeah, <laughs> it's all over. They, well, they, you know what they're gonna do? They're just gonna move her. That's all they're gonna do. No, they're gonna go plop her somewhere they else. Why they move her. the kids with her? But why? No. What? Why? Why bother? They can survive on their own, and having to deal they, with one is worse than that. That that bear will be put down. You so, think so? Right, so yeah. All right, I'm just I'm just doing devil's advocate here. Let me just separate you from your kids. I'm gonna go relocate you with no way of getting back to your kids. Because I did what? I attacked a woman. They, you, you attack somebody. That's because it's called prison. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> they no get business. to go live on their own while Dad gets uh, three hot in a cot, you know, and uh, some adventures in the shower. Uh, so uh, that's just the way it goes. Duly noted, jerk. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's, you know uh, and Bill George, there is no bear prison, so it's probably going to go be Jesus somewhere. It'll be dispatched. Be, uh, if it Jesus. attacks a person, it's going to be dispatched. There's there's no let me, well, you really didn't hurt them bad or something like that. It, you, you're going to be put down. Slap on the paw, give them that kind of thing. Now, if you turn around and you have bears that are getting into trash cans and this and that, but there's no good place to put a bear anymore. Not there, anymore. Not in this state is loaded with bears. Like in Ocala, they used to go dump them out in Ocala, I, and then I, if uh, anybody get, wants to relocate a bear, I suggest you know St. Pete, Tampa, all sure. these places that really wanted to see bears uh, thrive in the wild and did not want to see any hunting of bears back when we we authorized a bear hunt. Uh, I put think it in their all neighborhood? relocations should sure. be in those areas that really wanted bear populations to I, come back. I agree. I think that uh, probably someone uh, retiring like uh, Rick Christman would probably love to have one that he could take oh, care are of. Are you jumping for joy? He could uh, take care of and uh, have it out in his backyard. How's your new mare? Speaking of which, 
We need to talk about the uh, the manatee feeding pictures now making its rounds around the, the internet the old again. Couple? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that again. It is the Big and Wild yeah. Outdoors brought to you by our good hey. friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be right back, you guys. Hang on. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Vince, uh, Bill George Slick, and uh, the great disruptor Steve Austin decided to come in. And uh, I wasn't on the show. I, was I, 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 of, I know you were. It's, it's too late. You're in the building. Dude, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. Duct taped my head this morning. Yeah. Usually when uh, <laughs> when he opens the front door downstairs, somehow there's just like this. Giraffe. Great disturbance in the force. The ground so, trembles. So when Bill said you can listen to the FWC or me, did you hear me go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, now you got to remember, Bill George uh, follows the FWC uh, immensely, closely. And uh, is that NFL, all the commissions? That doesn't mean you should give me a team. But he also. That is a good point. Hold he, on. That is a fantastic point. It is a fantastic point, but there are flaws in the system. And uh, it was pointed out, as Bill pointed out, when our buddy Glenn was like, I'm not going to go turkey hunting because the FWC said this. Then tell him to call the FWC and find out if it's right. Don't listen to Bill George, kids. Yeah, well, it's like one of the times when I pointed out that. Big and wild PSA. according (laughs) According to the rules, and a doe weekend. That it was perfectly legal for me to go to the south zone, shoot two does, go in the central zone, shoot two does, and then go in the northern zone and shoot two does. And they went, no, you can't do that. Well, I why said, didn't you call Bill George? I said, well, I didn't, <laughs> know, Bill the the, I, I didn't know Bill at the time, but uh, according to the language, yes, that was legal. And when I brought it up, all of a sudden you noticed it was a mad scramble and the rules had changed by the time the next publication was done. You got young people listening to this show, though. My point is obey the law, and if you have a question, call them, because then you can get, what's your name, Officer Braden Gunn? So if you go out there and shoot something illegally, now it's their fault. Right, well, and he did mention that, and Vince did too, that you know, you know, if you if, if you have a doubt, then err on the side of caution. Sure, and there's times in which I've had to turn around and talk to FWC, tell them what I was getting ready to do, and they'd tell me, you can't do that. I'd say, yes, I can, read the rules, and I had to go and because I didn't so want to So you're, you're telling them what, what you can do. Yes. All right, and guess, kids. And guess what? When I was done, the the lead officer said, sir, you are good, and by the way, here's where I saw a big one. <laughs> is that where it is? Yeah. Oh, so it Thanks. sounds like you're patting the, uh, yeah. No, but Thanks I'm just saying, not Everybody is a specialist in the laws. Even Don't those officers, I cannot tell you how many times. Are you I've, a specialist in the law? I spend more time in it than some of the 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 people at the agency. I but, feel like this is like a whole competition we have right here, where I bring up random FWC you, laws and see they, who gets them right. They they have turned <laughs> Keep around me out said, of it, Bill. Please, please give us our, our officers a little bit of a leeway because they don't know the law. And I'm like, if you're going to jack me up and arrest me because I broke a law, why should they not know the law? What do you think, Braden? Uh, I'm always you weren't listening. I am listening, <laughs> but I will say that what I, I go back to my default, which is if I'm not sure, then don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, it's one of those things where. 
As Alan pointed out, he, he, he went out, caught a bunch of sheep's head. They were really nice, 18-inch. He thought that it was had to be at least a minimum of 18 inches. And I was like, ah, I don't think you're right on that. Uh, according to my child, who checked out all the regulations, it's a minimum of 12. And uh, uh, turns out he was right. Fish app, everybody else, everybody's like, yep, 12 inches. So, of course, he felt bad, but you know what? Once again, I go back to a lot of people have a trouble figuring out what six inches is. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Smile, Bill. It's okay. No, I, I'm, <laughs> it's right. Hey, how about that webcam we got on the biggerwild.com uh, there, <laughs> guys? Well, no, 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 go back to the scene. I love this. Is that a hey. shooter in your mind? Hey. No. No, uh, I'd let him walk. Too little. Yeah, oh, no, you missed the big boys. Yeah, the big they, boys these... came in early. They came in at around 6 a.m. after the corn dumped this, in. Uh, I have a couple of shooters on the wall in my new home. Yes. Uh, yes, you do. Yes. I know. I helped them move them in. Look at this guy. He's like, God, these things are. But <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd get dropped instantly. Wait, but look what's behind him. Which this, one will get dropped? This one right here's got the double crab claw. This one? Uh, oh, one no, brings. over here. I went oh, back the big in time. Boy. Oh, yeah. I went back in time so he could but. see him. Early this morning, I did. I did get a text that that bear had been humanely euthanized, is is what was reported. Steve, that, did you go out there with your five seven and uh, zippity doo dah? The he bear talking about the bear that attacked we're the woman. We're talking deer, man. We were, yeah, we were on deer hunting. Well, I didn't when, even know there was you, a bear. When you duct taped your head after hearing me say what I said, <laughs> you missed the, hey, the whole hey. bear. He's like on a 45-second delay. Uh, he just, <laughs> He's listening to the actual air I'm feed. I'm going to start calling him ping pong because he just jumps from one side to the other. <laughs> hey, what about that lizard on my driveway yesterday? I, I saw that. It was awesome. Oh, God. Dear God. They did kill her? They killed the bear? They killed the mama? They killed the mama. What did they do? I'm... Since you know, what do they do with the bear meat and the hide and everything else like that? Is this just taken out somewhere and uh, bulldozed down into the earth, or there there was a dumping place in the Ocala area where they were dumping them, and then people were starting to find the parts, and so I'm not too sure what they're doing with. They them. donate them to a charity. I got that no. from uh, from Bill. On well, the, uh, <laughs> really, they do that? I don't know. Uh, the, the reason why I think they do. The reason why I asked that is because I know that uh, this past week the FWC caught a little bit of a grief, uh, caught some grief when they stopped a fishing, a commercial fishing boat as it was coming in, and they uh, had a bunch of undersized illegal stone crab claws oh, on yeah. there. And uh, they wrote the gentleman a citation and uh, sent him on his way and then turned the claws and put him back into Davy Jones's locker. They just Returned dumped him over the Returned him to side. the resource. Returned him to the resource, which they caught a lot of flack for. Uh, yeah, a lot of people saying... there's people starving in this country. But they only had 40 claws. So how do you divvy up 40 claws when... They, uh, they it know takes families a, in need. I used to get calls from families when I did this show that... Of course we did, but I mean, uh, you need 12 of them to at least even curb your appetite. Well, look, Fatty Fatterson, maybe eat a few, a few less and pass them around. <laughs> I'm just saying that... Uh, I you, love you, you, Steve. <laughs> 12 of 12 is 24, so you make four people happy, look, and that's that about it. that kid over there, he can do without, I need at least 24. They they dumped it back into the resource. It will Listen, be renewed. It'll no be sense. used. Well, I mean, it'll be reused. Our officers are so underpaid and so underappreciated 
that they should have been able well, to keep those Well, if they wouldn't stop you for every cars. little feather they find in your car, you, you, we might actually have a little bit more appreciation for FWC. Just saying. Uh, every feather in your car? I, I don't know. I've, I've, been pull, I've been pulled I've over. I've had a few feathers in my car that had nothing to do with hunting. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I've been pulled over before in uh, South Florida, driving out, driving my buddy's truck. We were lo- pulling something somewhere, and there were, he had like the deer antler and a feather in there, and they stopped and searched the entire truck trying to find something that was not there, that you knew was not there. So you know what, FWC, some of you guys are hit or miss. Well, they're going to stop you uh, on a feather because if it was a raptor feather of any kind, yes, you can be fined immensely for that. Even if you found it on the road. What if it just blew up into your uh, grill of your truck that's and you didn't know different. it was there? That's a little different. I mean, you're not going to just, no, just put it there. I mean, it's not going to magically tape itself to your antenna. Officer, I have no idea how that turkey got in my wheel well. <laughs> <laughs> well now, I must have run over him. <laughs> the, the, my, my point when I put the post up on our Big and Wild uh, Facebook page, and then, of course, David jumped on there. Uh, and spoke his mind, and I spoke mine, and his point was um, he blatantly broke the law. He literally went out there, took 40 undersized claws off of them, and they basically wrote him a citation and sent him on his way. And I said my retort to that was, what happened to the FWC or the Marine Patrol that I knew when I was a kid or a young man growing up here in in this state saying, you didn't break the law because if you did and they caught you, you walked home basically in your underwear because they kept your truck, your cooler. Everything in the commission of that crime was now confiscated by the FWC. If you had a boat you were pulling behind you, anything else, anything that was used was now in an impound somewhere. And Rip, had, take them to the train station. Exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. And they don't do that anymore. And then uh, David's point to that was, as mine was, why didn't they arrest the guy? Why didn't they drag his boat in and confiscate his boat? And if he had some illegal workers on there, why aren't they deported immediately and do all this other stuff and make it worth not doing? Instead of just writing a ticket and going, oh, well, that's a $500 fine. You know, I don't want $50 for each claw. And that would have solved it. This is the thing. Why not a thousand bucks for each claw? I would say a thousand. I mean, that's now you're putting it up there with the eagle feather, and what but would happen if you get claw, caught? Now you're, you know, five claws. You're a felon. First, first of all, they turn around. It all depends on what county you're in. Our prosecutors in certain counties do not care about wildlife violations. The officers can do everything possible to curb it. But when they end up in the court systems and the court says, oh, that was, you only had a 40 claws? And, you know, well, who cares about that? And lets them go with the slap on the hand. That's where we need to do some work is in the penalties for our stuff. Because our state, we don't have stiff wildlife penalties here. So no, and that's but but when I was a kid, I what mean, what crack I, are you smoking? What are you talking about? I was in fear yeah, of any. Go I, talk to some people. I I remember the day when uh, we left uh, Gulf Hammock, and uh, we had hogs already cleaned, and they were on ice. And when we stopped at the check station, next thing you know, we're surrounded by FWC guys going, you know, we could take everything in your possession. You know, this truck is going to go home with us. You know that we're that you're not allowed to take any of this out of here. Those guns are now going to be ours. And we were like, what are you talking about? 
because we had cleaned the hogs and left no identification on the pigs themselves. Because this was back in the day when you had minimum size yeah. limit and everything else. And so we're standing there, me, Tom, Gina, we're all standing there going, how in the hell are we going to get home? I mean, seriously, because they were threatening to take every single thing that we had, everything. And we we're going to be having to call our folks. Dad, you need to come get me. Where are you? I'm in Gulf Hammock. Where? <laughs> By that big train thing, you know, oh, when you're going really up US 19, you know, that train? I'm at that, that convenience store there. What in the H-E double hockey sticks did you do? That's what I'm going to hear. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll continue this conversation when we come back. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford, so take that. I think the term is poke the bear. Hey, welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors giving you a little bit of a fast cast for today. It's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhoods. I'm telling you, today would be a good day to go out and play in the woods, play on the beach. If you're going to go out there just to mess around. Floridian guys, that water is way chilly, (laughs) way cold. But uh, go out and have a good time. Woods time would be a great time. Today is one of those days where if you haven't been out in the woods with your kids lately, this is a great day to go out and just do some walking. Get out there. I don't care if you're hunting or not. Just get out. Go look. Go to Citrus Management Area. Go look at the caves. You know, this would be the day where you're like, you know what? I've been wanting to go out there for years. Now's the day to go do it. Yeah, beautiful day to go do that kind of thing. It's been like that all week. Yeah, but today is it's drier. It feels a little better. Humidity's knocked down a little bit, and it's just a day that you can go you, out. What were you doing yesterday? Yesterday was beautiful. I know it was, but today's a Saturday. People were working yesterday, so it was beautiful, but, but you couldn't go out and go play with your kids. They were all at school, ba-da-da-da-da. Plus, it's a three-day weekend, isn't it? For it, some. It's a three-day weekend I, for some, yeah. So. I have Monday off. So. Or if you get crazy, go up and do some camping. Be a great weekend until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> when the front, when the front comes through, I, I'm hoping the, I'm hoping to be able to torch a burn pile tomorrow. If that if they truly have some good rain come in, I got a burn. Today pile is the day you need to burn, man. Today, I might burn more than what I'm wanting to burn if I burn today. No, I, I saw where uh, the lightsies were out burning all the dove. I mean, their uh, quail fields and everything this past week. Uh, getting it all done, and that smoke was going straight up, bro, straight up. There was not a lot of wind, and it was very well contained. I'll, How I'll big wait. is the burn pile? 12 foot high? No bigger than the Department of Ag would allow me to burn without a permit. 10 foot? 8 foot? <laughs> Are there pine trees in it? <laughs> Is it just Let's meadows? look at this at a legal term. I I do not need a permit from the Department of Ag for burning, and I'm not burning more than I'm legally allowed to I, burn. I understand. I understand completely. But I, if I was going to do a burn day, today would be it. Because tomorrow, or in the evening, when the, just before the front pushes through, torch it up, do a bonfire thing. You know, this evening. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind the wind blowing the embers, you know, embers a little bit off if it's the ground's wet around it. Yeah. And where I'm at, I have a good wide area around the pile, but I worry about the stuff when it hits the ground if it if it comes floating down somewhere else. I understand. 
Well, uh, before the uh, break, we were talking a little bit about some of the stuff that the FWC uh, used to do and doesn't do and doesn't do anymore. And I don't know, Vince, you were a fisherman all your life here on the West Coast. Uh, don't tell me that when you were out there and you were fishing, you didn't have the fear of God put into you when you saw that blue boat with those reflective uh, <laughs> badge on the side. Marine Patrol come around the corner. No, no matter what you're doing or if you're doing everything perfect, everything legal, you still have that sinking Get, feeling in your gut. You're like, it's, yeah, it's like when you're on the interstate and a trooper gets on your butt and you're like, first thing you do is you look back and you go, oh, crap, okay. Oh, crap. Oh, great. I'm okay. I'm well, all right. I'm okay. I'm just going to move to the right maybe once to go around me because I'm not me. speeding. I'm all good. What used to kill me is I had uh, two two guys that I knew that worked for the Pelham County Sheriff's Department Marine Patrol. They would constantly just stop me just to stop me. And I would get so dang nervous. And then Officer Mike rolled up, what's up, buddy? What you getting? I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, growing up on the water over here on this side, over on the other side of Pinellas, you were over on the Seminole side. I was on this side. But uh, after you got to know the officers and you got to know them a little bit, after you got pulled over 50,000 times or whatever it was, They'd call you over and they'd say, uh, you know, Brandy, you got your stuff, right? Yes, Sam Bill, Mr. Officer Bill. Yeah, we're like, we're like okay, just be careful. You know, sandbar shifted, blah, blah, blah. They'd give you help you out. But the fear is not there anymore. And I was no. telling Bill George during the break, the, the blatant fear is not there because the fear of repercussions are lost. Well, in today's world, too, everybody's got their cell phone, and then they're recording as you're talking, and it's it's, it's a bunch of crap. It doesn't well, matter if you're the bad it, guy. It doesn't matter. No. When you turn around, and, and I don't know if we have different prosecutors today than we used to have, but, you know, when an officer makes a case and they write the citation and they send you your ticket in and then the courts don't do anything... It's no different than it's letting nothing. looters and everything else go or no bails or anything mm-hmm. else. When the penalty's not there, people just don't care. Well, that, and, that, and, and that goes hand in hand when we were talking about the Goliath Grouper thing. How many people called in on the show and said, well, what's the fine for the Goliath Grouper? Is it cheaper than $500? Because in the long run, is it worth it? Uh, you know, if I get caught with a half a fillet of a, of a Goliath Grouper and it costs me 200 bucks. Okay, it still saved me three hundred dollars, and I got to eat half of it. I, I think, mean, I think I'm, not, I'm not encouraging. How do you know that? And if it is, it it's not just the penalty is what I'm talking about. Money is money. Money comes and goes. But when you're left somewhere and you got to walk to, uh, oh yeah, that's going to put the fear of God in you the next time. You got to walk to a convenience store and actually ask for a phone to uh, be able to call somebody because you took pictures of that animal. So that's evidence. I got to take your cell phone. That is true. And uh, everything else. And next thing you know, like I said, we were lucky to leave when we did because we literally thought we were going to be leaving in our underwear. <laughs> I, I, you're <laughs> right. And the problem is there is no res- there's no respect for the law across the gamut. I mean, police, FWC, Marine Patrol, Coast Guard. People don't care anymore because there's no fear of the penalties anymore. That's why we need to make them fearful i I don't care if you're a captain or you're a guy that's standing on the bridge somewhere there's a fine line here here's one of the problems we had with some of the laws when the penalty is too stiff then the prosecutors are even more reluctant to penalize you for it 
Okay, so there's a fine line. If if, if Vince has to pay a hundred dollars, and that's his penalty, they're they say okay, Vince can pay a hundred dollars. He 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 can do that. But if it's been thirty days in jail, they're gonna say oh. That's a little excessive. I don't. I really don't want Vincenzo in jail that long, and um, so I'm just not going to prosecute that. Don't do that again, Vince. Well, the but here's the thing. I think it would be better if you said, Vince, guess what? Your fine's only a hundred dollars, but you're not getting your boat back. <laughs> Which Ouch. would hurt worse? The boat. Yeah. What would I hurt take the hundred bucks? The boat would kill me. Or uh, th- you know, how many people would volunteer for thirty days in jail? If I get to keep my boat, do I get to? Can I just stay in jail for thirty days? See, then but, you would have people volunteering to take the thirty instead of losing thirty thousand dollars in your boat. But then on the business side, you know, you got another person in jail that we have to pay for tax wise. You know, it's it's. it's but a, you're going to make a, that money well, back uh, when you sell off the boat at the auction for uh, five hundred. That is true. That is true. <laughs> it's a, it's it's or a vicious you, circle. You have officers out there in, you know. Boats that they know, hey, this is a confiscated boat. You know, it could have said, this boat donated by... Or just just take the boat and make it a reef right there on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to say that we got a guy on the phone right now who's probably dealt with a few of uh, uh, law enforcement's finest off the uh, coast of Louisiana. And I can probably tell you for sure that Mr. Mr. Duval, uh, Captain Duval... (laughs) Uh, we'll tell you that those uh, Louisiana wildlife officers, yeah, they, they don't, don't play, play them yeah. games. They, you don't get to go play no games with them boys, no. Right, Captain? Oh, yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? What's <laughs> going on? Good morning, <laughs> Sunshine. Did, did you not hear my diatribe? Come on, man. Do, do you get to oh, play? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to f- fix my phone. I was trying to turn the volume up a little bit. Do you get to, do you get to play with your officers when uh, somebody messes up <sighs> down there? No, not really. They uh, down here they will confiscate your boot. They will confiscate your truck, uh, your trailer, and your fishing gear. And uh, you make them. I mean, not really a recreational guy. They usually find them. And then I don't know about in Florida, but we have a over the fine. Say you catch five too many redfish, or five undersized redfish, or five oversized redfish. You have to pay restitution to pay for that fish to be replaced. Now a lot of northern, whoa, 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 whoa. a lot We're of paying, northern states who, who do that. Who are we really paying the fish to? If the fi- fish family, am I making a, like a loan to the fish college fund? <laughs> well, that, I think. Hey, the, hey look, it's and it's not just fish. It's it's, it's, uh, it's hunting. I mean, you know, yeah. it's everything. If you if you shoot something you're not supposed to, you have to pay restitution back Listen plus here, the baby. fine. You're going to college. If not, you don't get a hunting license back until you pay it. Well, we, ta- we talked about that. Those guys who shot all those elk and all that kind of stuff, they had to pay like $62,000 restitution back to the state of, of, uh, of, what was it, Idaho, California, whatever it was out there. Because right. that's that's money that the state potentially could have made or lost because of the wildlife. So can they use that as like a lien against your hunting license? I guess? Sure, well, they they just don't. Oh, that's what no. just said. Here they will put a lien against your house. They will wow. put a lien against your. Uh, you'll never get a driver's license again once your driver's Holy license comes crap. up for renewal. They will suspend everything. <laughs> now why are we doing that here, Bill George? Let's get on the bandwagon with Louisiana and get this done. Like I said, it. it it's going to take legislators to change penalties. Oh yeah. And so they're in office right now. They're in they're they're up there in Tallahassee. Go ahead and write them. Well, you know why? Because as Captain Duval will tell you, 
every one of their senators or House of Representatives or any of those mayors or any of those people, they're out on that water, they're too. They're fishing and hunting. They're fishing and hunting. Oh, so. yeah. Well, most of them. I mean, I, I'm not going to say all of them because, you know, we have to deal with the ones that, you know, uh, don't want us fishing and hunting at all. Well, so, everybody's got yeah. that uh, brother-in-law. Come on, man. I mean, seriously. <laughs> But uh, how are things going off the coast of Louisiana these days, man? Everything uh, all good? Oh, man, pretty good. Oh, yeah, the fish is, you know, I mean, we had, this was, was a, kind of a downfall for, downfall and going into winter for us because, I mean, I think the hurricane was so bad here that it, you know, it messed a lot of stuff up. I mean, it tore the marsh up pretty good. And you guys just but, had, uh, a, I read that there was tomorrow. a, I'm sorry, but I just read that there was a, a big massive fish kill or something. There was like a big diesel spill or something out there in Louisiana? Yeah, that's, that's about that's about two miles from my house. No <laughs> way. Of course it is, right? Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't. I mean, it, it was in some marsh that is kind of really privately owned, which, I mean, is not good. I mean, it, it, it's not a good thing, but it wasn't as bad as they made it out to be. Um, they, they, you know, they caught it quick and, uh, they actually, I mean, I could hear it. We could hear it every day and every night. They put some machines out in the marsh and not, not as much. It doesn't do the fish as much, but all the wildlife, it like makes a big thump. Like somebody listening to the radio real loud with big, heavy bass and it run, it, it keeps all the animals away. <laughs> uh, so we have, to, we have to listen to that all night long. <laughs> yeah, but the fishing's uh, slowed down, but uh, redfish never slow down out there, man. It's all oh, good. yeah, they they not they haven't been with – I mean, don't get me wrong, we still catching. I mean, you know, we we can keep five per person. I mean, what are y'all, y'all still – I don't know. Y'all can't keep any again right now. <laughs> it's, it's not even open oh, right no, no, now. No, no, no. They allowed us to have a redfish. Yeah. What two weeks? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, well, actually, it was funny. I when I was down there last, uh, I was out with Jim Tarpon fishing, and he got the text or email that day while we were together that they were going to allow y'all to keep one. And then a few weeks later, he texted me back. He said, "Y'all can bleed us. We got red tide again. They told us we can't keep anymore." Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yep. it, it was a swing shift of fishing uh, down here this past year. It, it was uh, really uh, crazy. Even though we were above management goals, way above sustainability, we're rocking it. But oh, 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 oh. we we want to err on the side of caution because some captains uh, don't want you to keep any. Again, right. ca- they can be that aggressive well, on your fishing rules, but they can't be that aggressive on you for enforcing the rules. Yeah, you see those guys that don't want to keep any. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I mean, I can see if they're doing it from a seeing it from a conservation standpoint, but most of them are just lazy and don't want to clean fish. <laughs> a lot of that them. That is true. Yeah, and they know they yeah, could never come here. They yep. could never come here and oh, got no. it. Oh, I was going to say they can't say that about you because I see how many fish you put out there on that dock. That's a lot of cleaning you do every single day. <laughs> Dude, every day. I burned up some fillet knives. <laughs> I'm telling you, he is a master. Yeah. He is like the Yoda of filet. Yeah, exactly. Well, when you do it every day on 50 fish, uh, yeah, you get pretty good at it. You got to get fast. This year, this year it's been you know, 25 to 30. It hasn't been the 50. But. What uh, hey. what knife do you use? What is your favorite go-to tool? Let me ask a you that. Sawzall. Uh, well, no, I, I, don't, uh, I don't use a sawzall that much anymore. It actually, from the pressure of it, 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 I mean, I do use it on big fish, but it gave me corporal tunnel syndrome in both because I can use both hands to clean fish. I had to have surgery from using it. So mainly I just use a regular, uh, you know, say an American angler, the new bubble blade, electric knife, 
you know, for the smaller ones, and then I will break it out for the big ones. Yeah, I, I know that uh, the breakers are getting to be, those breaker knives that Bubba makes are getting to be extremely popular on any very fish these quick. days. Yeah, very quick, very big. Uh, you would think yeah. it's like, what are you doing with that ginormous butcher knife there? And you're like, watch this. <laughs> swap, swap, done. <laughs> In like two passes, right. you're done. And it, it makes a big, big difference. Uh, oh, you, yeah, want, yeah. you want to stick around for a minute? I want to talk to you a little bit more. We got to take a break, though. Yeah. You want to hang on for me? Yeah, no problem. All right. We're talking with uh, Captain uh, Calvin Duvall uh, out in Louisiana. Where's he off of? He's out in... Uh, oh, like Slidell area. Slidell? Not too far from there. He's a little. He's not there, but... Slidell, Mississippi? No, man. Louisiana. Oh, jeez, man. He'll, well, cor- he'll correct me when we come back. Yeah, I know. He's down south. He's close there. to there. He's, he's not in Slidell, but he's close. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll finish up our conversation with the Captain when we come back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be back. We're back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. we got a few minutes left. Let's fill it in with uh, Captain Duvall. we get a nice little fishing report off the uh, southern coast of Louisiana, how things are going up there in the old uh, sportsman's paradise. Oh, it's good. You know, it's, it's good. It's yeah. like any other time. <laughs> How did you do on your deer season, man? Actually, uh, it's funny. I hadn't made a deer hunt in two years. What? He's been a busy been, boy. That, that time of year, I, I mean, I've got to the point where I'm so busy that time of year, I haven't had a chance to get in the woods. Well, hell, you had to deal with uh, the aftermath of Hurricane blah, blah, blah for, what, right. five, six months right. after that crud? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I did. I, you know, that, that put a hurt and, you know, couldn't do the work I needed to do and stuff like that. So Now, before and the then, break, yeah. I don't know if you heard it, but uh, we were trying to nail down where are you at? Where are you located? You go out of where? Delacro, Louisiana, which is uh, about... Like Vincent Slidell, we're probably about 25, 30 miles southeast of, well, south of Slidell. You know, the only thing I remember about Slidell is that's where we'd have to go drive to get liquor because we were in Picayune, which was a dry <laughs> county. <laughs> Picayune, Mississippi was a dry county. You had to drive to Slidell and go over and get it's it. No, it's no longer a dry county. Yeah, and then you had to uh, bring it back in a grocery bag. Uh, not in the passenger compartment. So uh, it was uh, back in the old days with the blue laws. You know, you couldn't yeah. go to go to slide out and get in trouble. Still got some. Yeah. Well, now uh, you guys are picking up. Winter time is happening. Are you doing any offshore uh, going out to the oil rigs or anything? Oh, I, I don't. I don't do the offshore. All I do is inshore marsh. You know, near shore fishing. I mean, I may in the summer times on a good day, I may run out to the close wells and fish a few snapper. Well, that's uh, uh, the reason. That's the reason why I was asking because my father, uh, of course, being the uh, the uh, the sea guy that he is, uh, growing up around that area, he spent a lot of times off of those oil rigs out there, uh, spear fishing for red snapper and, as they call them, lings, ling cods, yeah. or as we call them, cobia, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we call them lemon lemon fish. Well, back then, you know, in the '50s, '60s, they yeah. called them ling gods, but. So my right. dad has been filling my son's head with uh, big, gregarious, grand stories of offshore spear fishing off oh, of Lord, here we go off <laughs> of uh, off the oil rig. So now that's what he wants to do. He wants to go and I'm sure they're a lot closer off the coast of Louisiana than they are off the coast of Florida. That- yeah, from where I fish, I mean to get to 
but I'll say the close rigs, the shallow water rigs, you know, 50, 60 foot of water. It's it's about an hour draw by boat. Yeah, uh, well, maybe that... a little, maybe a little more. You know, now I can go, I can go bring the boat closer down to Cocodre of Venice, and make it a twenty minute drive by boat. You know, but uh, you know, and then we do. I mean, at those wells, they will catch. You know, you will catch a cobia every now and then, or you know, catch a lot of snapper. Uh, hook a reef donkey every now and then, which he, most of the time when you hook one of them, they break you off. Well, he ain't looking. He ain't looking. He ain't looking to uh, to uh, go out there with a line and a hook. He's looking to jump over the side and <laughs> put a spear crazy. in that yeah. dog boy. <laughs> so, but, well, man, we do have things. We we do have things out there by them wells that even in shallow water, and I've seen them in two foot of water that will just as soon eat you as look at you. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, hey, Cap, I know you've been doing it. The redfish bite's been good, but I haven't seen any trout, man. Where's all the trout? Uh, we, uh, the last couple of years, I mean, the trout has been really hit. Uh, but it's not, it hasn't been, I mean, usually, you know, mid-October, the trout go crazy. They didn't show up until mid-December this year, and I think it had a lot to do with the hurricane. Uh, the water didn't get right. Uh, finally, it started to get right, but now we're starting to get all these cool fronts and that shuts them off so they didn't they didn't uh your fwc or your game commission there didn't shut down the fishery because uh, <laughs> no because there were no trout there look if they got a dollar to be made our <laughs> legislature's not shutting anything down <laughs> they talked about they've been talking for two or three years to drop the limit of trout which is 25 a person right now what and people recreational people complain so much that they decided not to drop the limit to 15. Well, it is a state that because, brought us the uh, Huey P. Long Bridge, so I can understand that. So it's all good. You know, they, they, <laughs> they, they, you know, they, they threatened not to buy fishing licenses and stuff like that. And we, we tried that. So. We tried that with snook stamps and everything else, and they didn't care. And, They're and like, they, whatever, whatever. You don't want to buy it. Every that. time he says that, it just blows my mind. I'm like 25. Yeah, we but, can't yeah, get yeah one. but you see, y'all, y'all politicians aren't looking to steal all y'all money. I was looking to make more money, so they got when they get out of office instead of being, <laughs> you know, half a million. Millionaires, they multi millionaires. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's why I brought up the Huey P. Long Bridge. Same thing. You know, yeah. you got to pay for right. the bridge, man. You got to pay for the bridge. So it's all God, good. That, so. just, that just blows me away. Though. Well, before, before we get out of here for the top of the hour, if someone wants to uh, mosey on up there to Louisiana and maybe take a visit, how do they get a hold of you? Where do they got to find you, man? They can find me on, I mean, I'm all over Facebook. They can find me online uh, on my website at DuvalsCajunCharters.com. Well, they can give me a call directly at 504-957-4549. Or you can hit me up, and I'll, I'll get you there, too. It's amazing because, you know, 90% of our population did not that listened to the show didn't understand a dang word you just said when you did those <laughs> I, I'm sure. That's, what, that's why I try to slow down and, and, and say it because, I mean, sometimes I got people standing next to me can't understand what, what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so funny because when he went down through the numbers, he goes, did he say gnaw or not? What was a gnaw? What was a gnaw? Gnaw, gnaw, fall, fall? What is that way? I mean, well, uh, at least I'm not. I mean, at least I'm not as bad as Coach O. You know, yeah. all I can understand out of him is go Tigers. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but get a couple cocktails in you, my friend. Then I'm like, I'm reading lips at that point. <laughs> what the hell did you say? Again, you it's, I don't drink. I don't drink no cocktails. What's wrong with you? Well, now it's uh, Duval. Spell it correctly. It's D U D U V A L L E. Cajun Charters. 
Yeah. Well, I just wanted to write shirt because, <laughs> you know, you got to remember, man, it could be written about five different names. There could be an accent in there between the two L's. I mean, it could be something. Yeah, it, at, one, at one time they had an accent between an L and an E. See, I told now, you. when they're looking it up on the back of, on the back of Duval, it's going to have an apostrophe S. Uh, so because, the, S, the S is you know. silent? Yeah. <laughs> Cap, it's good hearing from you, man. Tell the fam I said hello. Yeah, man, and we're glad you oh, made it well. through the hurricane, man. I was following your progress on uh, social media, yeah. and it was great to see you. Yeah. You survived I've been it. wanting to call in, but this has been the first Saturday I've actually had off in probably three, years. three months. <laughs> oh, wow. So. Well, that's a good thing. You're getting back at it, and it's all good. And I know you lost some fencing, and that was about it, which is always good. You know, it's 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 not a tragedy. It's I mean, right? No, no. We 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 made our fortune compared to what a lot of people did. So, you know, it, it, it was we were blessed, and you know, I I feel for the people that lost more, and uh, you know, we trying to help out as much as we can. I know you do, man. Well, thank you so much for the call, man. We really do appreciate it, and hopefully, we'll get to see you soon, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you all. Y'all have a good one. All, all right, right Captain. buddy. See, see you, Captain. Captain, uh, of course, right. uh, Captain Duvall again. It's uh, Duvall Cajun Charters if you wanted to head up to Louisiana and go do some fishing off there. 25 uh, trout. It'd be worth the drive. <laughs> five, almost. Five reds. I'll yeah. tell you, I mean, if you, if you don't, if you ever wanted the opportunity to fish the marshes, he's the guy to go. I've been there with him. And it's amazing. And it's a different type of experience than it oh, is to go out. world. If you're out, because I literally, you look at that place and you go, man, there ain't no fish in here. There's uh, nothing in here whatsoever. Some monsters in there. It's only like uh, eight inches of water. How would we be out? There ain't gonna be nothing in here. And it's, it's a different type of fishing too, because here when we're fishing for reds, we all know reds sometimes like dead fish, sometimes they like bait fish, sometimes they like shrimp. We're out there using shrimp and um, the, the the bobbin corks, you know, pulling those, and it's it's just like crazy because you hear the popping. And then, bam, it's gone. used to work out on the flats that way. Uh, what always gets me is the the colors of the baits they use in those marshes, literally like Bill George's shirt. Yeah. And it's something the that. Neon, whatever. Electric chicken and things like that that you would look at and go, ain't no way I'm throwing that thing on the flats. Every trout out here would laugh at me. Sure enough. They throw it out there and it's like, wham, 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 All wham. Day long. It's crazy. All right, hour number three. Here we go. It is right around the corner. Stay right there. We'll be right here. We'll be right back. Brought to you by Brandon Ford.